0: Australian
1: MusiciansRadio.com
2: Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, print-worthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel M. Pern. Welcome to Bar Talk.
3: This is Suze, and you're listening to Bar Talk.
4: My philosophy is very simple. When you see something that is not right, not fair, not just, say something. Do something. Get in trouble. Good trouble. Necessary trouble.
1: What you see is a gift, take the present to live. Where dreams are doubtful, what do you stand for? Proud people must stand so powerful The good trouble, we run with the mouthful If you turn the cheek, let the taste be sour We can reach levels above greatness And to be quite frank, we never shameless Concepts are built in the minds of stages Like auditoriums, we can share spaces to be bored with the greatness, that's the side of soul moving evasive, that's the highway chasing. Some days I feel alright, other days I fight the good fight. Cause every now and then I stumble, I'm always on that good trouble. Cub- are you okay? Are you alright. Are you okay? Yeah, you're alright. Are you okay? Yeah, you're alright. Yeah, right. yeah,
5: right. Are you okay? Yeah, you're alright. They say it's like a side Just remember what I'm preaching. Educate and legislate, oh, there's going to be good trouble. Try to take away the pain. New generation will be reaching. Hate to play another the game, oh, there's going to be good
1: trouble. Trying to make the most of a sincere living. Taking all my chances, just roll with it. Being to the bottom, but I'm forward thinking. Every day should be a need for Thanksgiving. If you caught up in the work repetition you know there's more than just your work position You're more than once a formed organism It's more than the cause and the force division Things like communism, terrorism and religion Everybody looking for their own wisdom Eschatology but caught up in the cataclysm The end ain't right now, focus on the vision Some days I feel alright Other days I fight the good fight Cause every now and then I stumble not always on that good, good trouble. trouble Are you okay? Are you alright? Are you okay? Yeah you're alright Are you okay? Yeah you're alright Are you
5: okay? Yeah you're alright They say it's like a start playing Just remember what I'm preaching Education, I just wait, hope there's gonna be Good trouble Try to take away the pain New generation will be reaching Hate to plan at the game, oh there's gonna be good trouble. Ow. They say it's like a fire Just remember what I'm preaching. Education and legislate, but there's gonna be good trouble. Try to take away the pain. New generation will be reaching. Hate to playing at the game, oh there's gonna be good trouble.
2: Well, welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to another a fantastic mm, El Bellissimo episode of Bar Talk. <laughs> it's me, it's your boy, your big D, coming at you with these fine, fine tunes. And I'm joined this week by the absolutely superb <laughs> Suze, Susan Carroll. Hello, Carole. hello. How you going, Suze? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. That's uh, yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, no, it's the first time you br- pop in the uh, pop in the bar talk cherry, but not the AMR cherry. This is <laughs> yes, just, yes. Uh, oh, also, that's good.
3: Um, yeah, I went with that mint factory, obviously. So, but yeah, this is good
2: to try one of the other shows. You just yeah. you know, it's like you jump jumping your hand in the favourites box and pulling out a different yes, chocolate.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: what, yeah. What's your favourite chocolate out of a out of a Cadbury favourites or box?
3: something with peppermint in it? I love Wait, peppermint. hang
2: on. Is there a peppermint one? No. No? <laughs> You're thinking of the, the Cadbury Roses. Oh,
3: it's probably... there's like three different flavours oh, so of peppermint. so the favourites one. Is there a, um, a Crunchy? Do they have Crunchy? Yeah. Yeah. That might be one of them. I love that honeycomb stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mars bars? Do they have Mars bars in there? <laughs> no, no, I don't you know. Have you even had a
2: Cadbury favourite? Yes, spots? I
3: have. I just can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what's in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Well, well, sure, sure. Chocolate's you have chocolate. This. It's just chocolate.
3: <laughs> it's been a while since I've eaten chocolate.
2: Oh well, no. you, you've been on a diet, have you? You've just been like, yes, yes. Watch. I've been okay.
3: watching what I've been eating right. and, and trying to be healthy, and it's okay. working. So, oh, yeah. well,
2: that, you know, <laughs> here I was going to say, here I was thinking you were going to say, oh, oh, I've been on this stupid like no no fat diet and no- I. No. I haven't seen a difference, and now I'm just angry all the time.
3: <laughs> no, nothing like that. No. Nah.
2: Okay. okay. Well, love, that's that's I good. I love to hear. food. I love food. <laughs> Except chocolate, so apparently. No,
3: I love chocolate, but there's a lot of calories <laughs> in chocolate. That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> we should get back onto this later, but okay. um, before we get too far. Before Gareth, before Gareth yells at the speaker for not mentioning what we just played. We just came off a couple of great tracks, didn't we? Oh, my so, gosh, yes. Do yes. You want to tell us the songs we just came off?
3: Uh, yeah, we had um, Overluck by Clues and uh, Eschatology. No, sorry.
2: You nearly good, got it right. Good
3: trouble. <laughs> um, wait, I'm getting those mixed up. You, you can say that one now. It was Overluck yep. by Clues. Over, over, what did
2: I say? I think you said overlap.
3: No, no, I didn't say that. Did I mishear you? You might have done. Ah, okay, Maybe listen right. back to it later <laughs> and, and find that out.
2: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just critiquing you. I've got the pen and paper out. I'm just like, hmm, possibly misspelled the word. <laughs> Minus 10 points. Hmm, face. No. But, but clues with overlook. And, yes, tell me what the eschatology song was called. Uh, good Trouble. Nice.
3: Yes, yes. Got featuring that one, right?
2: Steve Clisby.
3: That was a really good song. That was fun.
2: Yeah, let's let's chat about the song. So mm. we came off Clues, which was such a ooh, a beautiful track. Yes. Beautiful track. Great one to start. It's their debut as well. <gasps> so I hear even
3: better. It's I gotta love be it. up there first. Yes. I really
2: love it when um when we get when we play debuts because like it's just like you know we're announcing this fresh talent to the world. I know.
3: How wonderful is that? Being able to do that for them. I know. Yeah. It's
2: like being we're being on top of things. Now this song is um. I think it's been out for a few days now. And it's going to be on their upcoming EP, which they're coming out with really- Like, I'm surprised how quick they're coming out with their songs, because the EP- So, this is their debut single. Um, I think it's their- de- oh, Am I getting this wrong? <laughs> I may be getting this wrong. You're the one with the information. I, Come on. Yeah, I should be getting this right. I am I swear I saw this saying it was their debut, I might be wrong. Oh. Okay. Take that back. That's what I was like. I was so surprised because I was about to say, Oh, yeah, their EP is coming out later this month and they've just released their debut. And I thought, That's very quick. But I am, yeah, I think I'm fucking this up. <laughs> You're the pro. Yeah. You're supposed to be no, the pro whoops, here. Come on. Whoops. Come Sorry, on. clues. Uh oh. Minus Ba-ba- 10 <laughs> points. <laughs> minus 10 points. We're on <laughs> even footing now. Now, what I was going to say was their EP name, which is Love, Luck, Omens, is out May 21, uh, which should be exciting. But yeah, this had a really cool, it was like pop, but it had like rock elements as well.
6: To mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so
2: it was like a bit of a given, you know, bit of a bit of this, bit of that going on. And I don't know if you've seen the press, pi- press pick for these guys or girls, sorry, but they've got the same hairdo and their sisters. Oh, yes,
3: yes. Yeah, I noticed yeah, that.
2: Yeah, they're from Sydney too. So yeah, you know, nice. take that as you uh, take that as your will, mm-hmm.
3: whatever.
2: <laughs> but yeah, great stuff, girls. I'm keen to hear more, hear more, and see more with the EP. No, please, they've, they've
3: got a great sound. Love uh, those guys.
2: Yeah, keen keen to hear more too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it isn't the debut. <laughs> <laughs> After that, yeah, Eschatology, which was one of your favourites too. Yeah,
3: as soon as I, I first heard it, I thought this is this is a good uh, good story, a good uh, sound. Um, really uh, fun song. We're so Uh, groovy. Yeah, exactly. Groovy. That's a good
2: word. And I love Um, it when um, hip hop songs incorporate really jaunty piano like this mm. one. Just yeah. like it just brings so much life to it and it always adds adds to the flow. Like when you got that rhythmic piano playing like you can hear in that song. Yeah. It yeah. just adds something that you just wouldn't get otherwise. And like I know that's just a personal preference thing on my on my part, but we've had a few songs over the last couple of years that have come through like that, and it just it just always hits my hits my go button, you know? Like, nice. oh yeah, this is gonna be nice. Yeah. It's like just this is gonna be full of soul, you know, full of heart. Beautiful. Eschatology, though is a indigenous hip hop artist from Adelaide, so we're switching states now. Mm-hmm. And he's just come out with the single and the music video for this song. Uh, he did a single launch on the thirtieth of April, so I hope that went well. I hope that went well. And he featured the um, Steve Clisby on this track, who is a uh, is a un- is a uh, singer from the United States as well, oh. providing the vocals on that track. So nice. really cool stuff. Yeah, really really cool stuff. Um, but speaking of cool stuff, I had the pleasure this week, Susan, uh-huh. of chatting to um, blues and roots artist um, Jack Billman about uh-huh. his new record, which is called, let me bring it up, Full Circle. Uh-huh. And have you heard of Jack Billman before?
3: The name is very familiar and I can't think where from.
2: You may have featured him on uh, the Mint Factory. I know. I, can't, I can't be bothered looking up the, <laughs> the list, but he's been doing really well with his album, which we do talk about. We had a really vibrant You know, straight to the point chat, uh, because we will, yeah, because, you know, he has so much going on. But um, we we still got a good chance for him to sit down and have a bit of a chat how he made it. We, you know, chatted a bit about and got into a few insights as to what he's got going on. And he's got a big tour that he's halfway through at the moment. So we got, oh, we got into a good old, good old. Good old it's, chat it's about It's great that. when you
3: can can sit down and chat to the artists. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I say ranks. sit
2: down. I was sitting down. I don't know if he was sitting oh. down. I can never tell when they're on the phone, you know. Oh, know.
3: Right, yeah, yeah, Yep. Yeah.
2: Maybe um, if they're pacing, they might be like pacing on oh, the other end. could be, yeah. Yeah. What would you do if you had to sit down and have a very serious interview?
3: I'd be sitting down.
2: You'd, you'd yeah, be sitting down you're the sort like, oh.
3: Yeah, I'm the sort of person that would sit down uh, for for something important, I think, yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Straight, <laughs> yeah. How do they, have you yep. ever done a serious interview, Susan?
3: Uh, well, um, <laughs> the only interview I really did was that one with um, Jason Singh and we were sitting down.
2: Oh, you were, which, by the way, good job on that the other oh, day. Oh,
3: really, you think? Yeah, yeah. No, Thank it was you.
2: it was great and I know you put a lot of passion into that because I know you are a b- uh, big fan. I'm a fan. huge fan. Big taxi ride oh, and four-member fan. yes. four fans, both mm-hmm. good friends with um, Dan Hall too from- Yes, Former member uh, of Taxi. Oh yes, right? yeah,
3: absolutely. Um, Dan is is bloody amazing. Oh, uh, his his music is going to go in my next tattoo. Just just, that, say, just saying. I don't got, know. Oh, that's
2: right. You have tattoos of artists. I do lyrics.
3: have. I have. Well, I have uh, <laughs> on, Yeah, the people on the other end of the line can't see what I'm pointing to. Um, and uh, G-Man in the Powerhouse.
2: Yes, who so, we both know as well. Really good, indeed, really good artists as well. But yeah, the Jack Bilman interview. I hope you guys really look forward to that. And I hope you look forward to a bit more chit-chat with Suze later.
3: Hopefully. (laughs) Yes.
2: But we are going to talk, and I'll bring up the stuff in a sec. Uh, We've got another track we're going to play right before that, which is um, by a band called (laughs) Sex on Toast. Mm -mm. Now, I believe this one was played on the Mint Factory the other day as well. And uh, this one's courtesy of 360 Artist Logistics over there in WA. Uh, actually, I don't know if Sex on Toast are from WA as well. After, I don't know. Who knows? Who bloody knows? Anyway, um, Sex on Toast are an awesome, awesome band who yes. um, are really, you know, just uh, <laughs> going for the, the COVID themes with this one. I'm surprised we haven't seen more songs like this come mm-hmm. through. Is that right, Suze?
3: Yes. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> this one's called uh, Take Your Mask Off. Love me tonight. So yes. <laughs> there's a lot
2: of uh, I don't know if you were listening to the lyrics. A lot of like, I wasn't anyway, really. <laughs>
3: so I should have oh, been. No. Sorry, I was listening to the sound. I think
2: <laughs> I heard. Like I heard the them. name
3: of the song. Okay. Those, I heard those lyrics.
2: Yeah, and the, the cover photo. I don't know if you saw the cover photo of the, the single. It's like it got a mask, got a surgical oh, mask. Oh yes,
3: yes, that's right. Yeah, floating yes. in the sky. That's right. That's right.
2: So I, I didn't know if surgical masks could fly. Can well, they, Suze?
3: Well, it'd be like a little kite. You, would, you've got some wind. It would, catch, it the would, wind. catch the wind. You <laughs> catch the wind and fly around.
2: <laughs> no? Just off you go. Imagine like a little man. You'd put, attach a little uh, little He-Man action figure. Exactly. And so just like flies away. Like a parachute. That's right. Like a hang glide.
3: We've got to try this <laughs> now.
2: Well, you said you live across the road from a park. So. Yes. Yes. The good people of the bayside, camp- good people of the bayside suburbs, are going to wonder what the fuck is that person doing? You're just flying <laughs> a car with little he man.
3: I don't have a little little man, mask. little person. I've got a mask at home, okay. but I, I've got to find a little, like a little Lego man or a little something. Okay, you yeah. haven't
2: got any action figures, you don't Action? Figure no, collector?
3: I don't collect action figures. Okay. not my, what, what not what my thing. Or co-
2: oh, apart from tattoos, what do you collect?
3: Um, <laughs> music. Um, <laughs> Fair what, enough. What? What? Um, what? Oh. actually, I. <laughs> Yeah, I got no. Idea. Yeah, I don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't know. <laughs> we'll come back to that question. I'll, I'll later. steal. I'll steal one from from work. No, borrow one from work. Ah, little yes. kids, I look after. Yeah, make sure Maybe you they give can. It back. Yes, I'll I'll <laughs> give it back.
2: <laughs> but yeah, um, what's the song called again? Take your mask off. Love me tonight. That's the one. It's a great track. It's a great track, and um, I really like just the grooves. Had, had great harmonies. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and a liquid bass line just took me it back It's like, full-on 70s. This would make the little, little River Band proud with the harmonies, I think. hmm I agree. Suze, um, uh-huh. oh, after that, too, we're going to play, of course, one of Jack Billman's uh, new songs off the record, Legacy, which was his previous single off the record. Great track. Great track. But um, before that, obviously, Sex on Toast with the song. What's the name of the song, Susan? Take Your
3: Mask Off. Love Me Tonight.
2: Right here on...
3: Uh, bar talk. Yeah, yes, yes. Ah. i got it. Right. there you go. It's
2: doing well, Fuck. It's doing too well.
3: <laughs> I'm learning.
7: Jack Berwyn
0: here and you're listening to AMR Sometimes I wish I could call out of my skin and take it all in from above I get so torn between two right and wrong my conscience is coated with rust. I've stepped on some snakes, got some venom in my blood. Now falling with the pain, but I'd do it all again. Underneath the madness. Of my mind, will I feel a thing? Will my legacy survive? The hands on the clock, they chase each other down, just like everything I've done will come right back around. Under Bye.
2: Folks, oh, yeah, bit a bit of nice thing there. I really liked it. Hope you liked it. Bloody hell, that was good. That was legacy, and damn, that song I feel like is going to leave a legacy in your mind. I hope it's imprinted in your memories already after the three seconds we've just uh, had finishing it. Legacy was the uh, first single, the main single of the brilliant new Jack Billman album, Full Circle. And I'm so pleased to have Jack Billman on the line. Uh, I guess to talk about whatever we feel like, isn't that right, Jack? First,
7: yeah, mate, let's um, let's chew the fat.
2: Dive right in, um, Jack. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Bar Talk.
7: Thanks very much for having me. It's, um, yeah, it's nice to be talking about the process of the album. <laughs> I love I love digging into this sort of thing.
2: Yeah. How are you feeling? You must be on top of the world because you were just mentioning to me before. Uh, The album's doing pretty good at the moment, getting on a few charts.
7: Yeah, absolutely. um, I'm very stoked with how it's going. I sort of set myself a few goals before the album came out because I sort of feel like if you don't set goals... Like, even if you don't achieve them, you're going somewhere. So, I set a goal to get on the Blues Jazz Aria Charts with the album, um, mm. which I knew was going to be a big ask. It was, it was almost one of those goals to that was too much to, to ask for. But I'm stoked that I've debuted at number six on the Aria Blues Charts, which was a bit of a spin-out. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's really nice to see that like, I'm underneath Fleetwood Mac and Frank Sinatra, Nora Jones. It's pretty cool to see your name amongst them. Yeah. Um, uh, i got number three on the air charts, which is really good, the Australian Independ- Independent mm. Records Association, which that's, that's a really nice one because that sort of covers, you know, all the things going on in Australia, which is really nice. And then uh, iTunes, number eight in Australia, which is really good.
2: Um, what, what I like about that is the fact that there is so – like that the fact that we are lucky enough to live in a country where independent artists are really not – There's, there's, there's no like, there's, there's the advantage of being with a major label has has seemed to eroded to the point where we can, you know, you can be an independent artist and pretty much get to the same level as those, you know, famous artists that you've referred to. So I think that's awesome.
7: Yeah, I just like the fact like I we did shop the record around to a few labels and, and every one passed, you know, and like the old <laughs> me would really um would have really like got hurt by that. But I sort of thought, you know like I at the end of the day like I'm just going to own myself money rather than the label. And I know they have they have the power to push your music here and there, and that's really good. And it's something that I I definitely like to explore. But you know, it's 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 being an independent artist as I say, you, you own money to yourself, so you can you can invest in it as much as you want, you can push as hard as you want, and there's no real strings attached. So
2: that's what I like about it. Nice, yeah, and then that's that's awesome. So do you do you find that it's a bit of a relief, I guess, having having that full control over it, or is there Uh, is there sort of like advantages and disadvantages to both?
7: Yeah, absolutely. All like I can't really speak from experience because I've now ne- all my releases have been independent. I've got a I've got a great manager called Andrew Panhalo who's mm. really helped me out for this release, and I've signed a publishing deal with Cooking Vinyl, which is really cool. And and that's something that's that's all new as well. So I'm sort of waiting to see how we go with that now the album's out. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's really it's really new territory for me, but. Yeah, um, the next release that I'm going to go with, I'll still definitely throw it out there because, you know, there's there's definitely the right fit out there. You've just got to find what works for you and, and sort of work it out, so... I don't think you could like. I'd never, I'd never be able to completely step away from the project because I've been self-managed for so long. Mm. So mm. it's, I know the process. So it's good to sort of, it's good to have that behind you. So when you're looking at plans and reading things, you know what it all means. So it's sort of, there's an advantage of slobbying out for a fair while. That's what I think, anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah. How um, tell me a bit about how um the albums come together. What um, what were you aiming for when you went into to putting the project together?
7: Uh, this, this record basically came about, I wrote it right in the last sort of 12 months. So mm. before COVID hit, I was working on a brand new rock and roll project called Bill with my little brother and two of my friends. And it was like a really hard rock direction, which is new for me. And I just wanted to change it. And- we put all this time and effort into this record, which I love. It's a great record, and I'm really proud of it. And, and it came out on March 24, uh, last oh, year. Gosh. So, you know, at, at that point in time, everyone was just worried about if they were going to, like, die or not, you know, and no one yeah. no one really cared. We had all, this, all these plans with radio and, and all these things in the pipeline, but we're going to set the release on its yeah. way. And you know, obviously, it just all fizzled through because of, the, of a worldwide pandemic. So... Yeah, that was, I was really hurt because, like, all I've ever done with my music is I've tried to, like, do a project, tour it, recruit my costs and do it again. You know, mm, it's not about mm. getting rich and famous. It's about this self-sustaining cycle that just keeps you going, you know.
2: So, well, you know, be careful what you wish for, Jack, because, you know, album charts, you know, it gets to your head. <laughs> <laughs>
7: oh, nah. um, I've been uh, – the, the closest moment to fame I've had is on on the um, – on my merch down at the moment we for the Billman record we got toothbrushes made so I've been yep. signing a few toothbrushes which just been a new experience
2: <laughs> I think you're the first person I've I've actually talked to that has done toothbrushes as a merch like well, I've, I've to, heard yeah. some pretty wacky stuff like uh, I'm trying to, I can't think of any examples but uh, yeah toothbrushes where, where the hell does that come from we well were you try to promote you know, good oral you- health are you
7: well, yeah, I'm all about providing a service with my music, but basically, basically, I sort of thought, what is what is something that I can get made that, that everyone needs? Because that's the thing. Like, if you're <laughs> going to buy something, you want it to be something that's going to be useful. So I yeah. thought, if I get some bamboo toothbrushes made, like that's just something that you can fit in your pocket and and like and they're really great great quality. They do a great job. Like I've I've only gone through two in the last. Uh, six months so they, they, they've they got longevity so yeah they're really good.
2: I see you keeping to the dentist's recommendation of every three months too so you know keeping on top of your good oral health maybe you should be a spokesman for the dental association.
7: Well I'm always looking you know I'm looking for Colgate and Oral-B to get on board but I haven't heard anything yet so i we'll that goes.
2: The Jack, new Jack Billman album brought to you by a Colgate. Yeah and yeah. I'm
7: gonna do a concept album next about oral health. We'll see how that goes.
2: <laughs> it's just a twenty minute, twenty minute jazz solo epic yeah. about Plark.
7: <laughs> yeah, make sure you. F- I might get some dental floss made next. Too, we'll see how that goes.
2: You um stringy guitar with um yeah with floss.
7: Yeah. You can use guitar strings. <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's getting a bit silly now, aren't we? You, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have teeth left by the end of the tour, just saying. Yeah, that's all right. You don't need them. <laughs> Speaking of tour, you've just embarked on what seems like a phenomenally packed few months. You've just um you've had a Wagga wogga I see Aubrey as well. Tonight as a recording, I see you're gonna be in um Canberra. Jeez, like- I am. Wow, I mean that's a that's a really cool thing. You go into a few places that well, I think a few artists would probably probably not think about going. So what's what's the idea behind really going to some of these towns that may be overlooked?
7: Well, for me, it always starts with the connection. Like if you've got five or six mates in mm. a place or know some people it's worth going out there because then they bring their mates and then next time they bring their mates. And all I try and do is basically go up by 15 or 20 for each show in a, in an area. Yeah. And that's what people forget is like touring and stuff like that. As an independent artist, you are not you haven't got people throwing your product around that you can't, so you can't miss it. So basically you've got to do it yourself from the ground up. So I just try and get out there and, and sort of meet as many people as I can at different places. And then, you know, if it's good, you go back and if you, I, give it, I give things three chances. So if I go there three times and they're all fizzes, I go, right, I, I might look somewhere else. But if they're all solid and they keep building, and that, and that's this is what this tour is. Like all those places that I'm heading to, I'm confident of getting a good amount of people there to have a good time mm-hmm. and, and play some music. So, yeah, and that's, that's all the artists, a lot of the artists that have, started to really break through and are really doing well. They've been doing this for years. So yeah. it's just this – and, and let's be honest, with the streaming impact at the moment of music, mm. making money is getting harder and harder. So you've got to just do it with your ticket sales. And, and, it's, and at the end of the day, that's why we all do it, is to play in front of people, and, and that's something that you can't forget. So being busy playing shows is something that will always be the cornerstone of what I do. So that's that's how I look at it anyway.
2: Yeah, nice, nice. Is there a particular – um, particular town or a particular location that sort of surprises you every time you go back. In terms of, the way, people receive you.
0: Uh, well, Melbourne
7: for me is you know it's the music capital of Australia, and and I love going there and. Some of the shows I've played there over the last few years have been awesome. I'm I'm adopted to Canberra, and I, I grew up on the far mm. south coast in the snowy mountains. So, like tonight in Canberra, I think there's about twenty ticket left. Uh, twenty tickets left in the street theatre, which yeah. is an amazing venue. It's really nice. I've got the Marshall stack dialed in. Like it's not there's not many venues on this tour I can bring it to, so it's it's ready to go tonight for the street theatre. But Canberra, mm. Melbourne. Um, I'm Marine Bula. Marine Marineville is always a special one for me. But yeah, like, talk to me at the end of the tour because it'll definitely be a surprise. Like, I'll be driving along, going, "Oh, don't know about this one." See, so, and then you know <laughs> it'll be packed, or yeah, <laughs> the one you think is going to be awesome, no, one will show up. Yeah, so you know, it's- <laughs> somebody did the yeah.
2: hard work in the background. <laughs> you know, That's it. getting people down. That's awesome. I see you are speaking of coming down our way. You are playing at some Velvet Morning on the twenty second, which is an awesome venue. Really cool, intimate <laughs> venue. Have you been there before?
7: I've never played at Sun Velvet Morning. Um, I'm really excited to get to that one. I've got Matt Catfuss mm. opening up the night. He's such a good blues cat. And I'm looking forward to playing yeah. with him. And we're going to probably do a lot of stuff together over the next, you know, year or so, I reckon, because i get along with him so well and our music just works together. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And, and I have to be honest, this the album was so much fun to do, but obviously mm. it's challenging in the studio. But booking this tour was, I would say, far harder than the actual yeah. album because, you know, venues were just so reluctant, and rightly so, to sort of lock anything in. And I was sort of saying, well, I'm in the same boat as you, and it's almost like saying, you know, let's not play golf tomorrow because it might rain. You know, we've yeah. got to try. We've got to have a go at it. And I'm just really lucky that nothing's been impacted yet. And and to the venues that actually, would, you know, actually put their head out and said, right, I will do this, I really, really appreciate it. And that was some of morning for me in Melbourne. So I think if I hit up... Um, I would have hit up at least ten venues in Melbourne and said, "Look," and some Melbourne morning were the ones that came through. So I'm really appreciative. It is
2: always the case, isn't it? It's just like it's like applying for a job. You got to you got to put out 100 interviews or 100 r- requests and expect 90 of them to get knocked back.
7: Yeah, and, and until you get out there and actually do that, you can't really get your head around it. Like I just get so down with rejection, but now like it's just water off a duck's back because you know there's a big, wild world out there, and you're just a Small cog in a big machine. You're just going to find a
2: place. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me a bit about the recording process too, because um, you said, you, as you mentioned, you had a lot of fun doing it. So, was there a, a certain sort of approach you were trying to bring to this particular record? That, or was there, a, or were you? Did you end up bringing the putting the record together in a different way? Maybe that you didn't expect. What was it like? Um, it was
7: a bit of a new process because I've worked with my producer Matt Barnes for oh, uh- the last five, six years, and he's a good mate of mine. And, and we sort of developed together with our careers. And he's he was very established before we started working together. But he's like, our journey's been great. But he's got a young family. And, you know, as you as a lot of people understand, when you've got kids, it's a bit of a game changer. So I said, how are we going to do this? Because I know you've got two young kids and you've got your hands full. So we ended up working on a theory that we'd go into the studio Wednesday night from, say, 7 o'clock through till about 10.30, and we would just do that block weekly. So I would effectively have seven days to get ready for whatever was coming next. So we'd do acoustic guitar in one night, and then so I knew that I had to have these guitars all ready to go and my parts mm. rehearsed, then vocals, then I'd do some bass, then I'd do some harmonies or electric guitar or whatever, you know? So yeah, that was – and I actually really liked that because you couldn't be more prepared. You had a whole week to get mm. ready, and if, and if I wasn't, I was annoyed at myself because I knew I had a window to get this stuff done. Yeah. But, yeah. but it wasn't – it was never stressful. Like, I was never rushed, but it was just a slow grinding process. And, I'm not, like, I don't think I could work, like, any, any other way because, you know, I've heard of mates going, mm. right, off we go. We're going to go drive five hours to this studio. <laughs> and yeah. then we've got to do it in three hours. And then, you know, you don't do it. You waste your time. You waste your money. So, mm. I've I, I really loved that process. And we've just – we sort of – we'd have a few beers in the studio and just keep it very relaxed. And I I, I feel like that reflects in the record. We're sort of just very comfortable with what we were doing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what, what was the feeling, I guess, is there a comparison in how you felt going into it and then coming out of it? Was there like, I don't know, was, what was your, what were your thoughts going in and then what, what did you feel like as you finished the thing?
7: Well, like going in, I've always tried to think about my music in a way and go, right, I'm a Blues Roots artist, but how can I attract the attention of people who might not be Blues Roots heads? Like, what can I do? So I'll try to splice some um, different production styles, like maybe some beats or something like that. And, like, I look back at what I've done and I I don't regret anything, but I sort of think that would have been a better song if I had just gone full Blues Roots, if that makes sense. So sort of not worried about other things and just nailed that. So I really made a promise to myself to go, I'm doing this for me and exactly how I want to do it rather yeah. than thinking about other other people's perspective and, and trying to capture the attention of, you know, and that's, I've never ever sold out, so to speak, but it's just like, instead of doing the thing that would make perfect sense, it's like, no, nah, let's try this. And I think it still works, but it's just, this record is a full list of songs that I've, re- every, every sound, every note yeah. has been engineered for what I want it to be. And I think, When you sew behind it, it just reflects in how it it turns out. And listening to it now, I sort of just feel very proud that, you know, it's um that's that's it's a very true reflection of who I am as a person and an
2: artist and
7: that's Mm -hmm. all I've ever wanted to be. So yeah, I'm very happy
2: with it. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, I was actually gonna. I was actually thinking what you were saying there made me think of what I'm gonna say now, which is that if if you were to quote unquote sell out, and I mean obviously that's the next logical step now that you've made the iTunes charts. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you were to sell out and just try some wacky style uh, for I don't know your next record release, whatever, what would it be? Throw all oh, pretension oh. out the window, Jack. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell out, so to speak. But I'd probably just start a new project and go right. So, everyone plays blues roots, and this is, you know, Astro Jack, or whatever you want to call it, and this is this project. So that's what I would probably do. I sort of feel like I can't. Because the rock record's called Billman, which is hard rock, and I call it Billman yeah. because my brother's the drummer and there was two out of the band, and I sort of... And as you as you know, like, when you're trying to get established, getting your name out there, it's, it takes you a good five years. So I thought, well, at least if it's Billman, people might go, oh, yeah, that must be Jack involved. Oh, yeah, cool. You know, you know the 28 people who know who I am. So... <laughs> um, anyway, that's that's sort of that's what I thought. But yeah, like I'm, I, I'm, I don't sort of I can listen to any genre of music and take something away from it. You know, yeah. I might not necessarily like it, but I'll go, wow, like that's an interesting way to to do that, or that sounds cool. that harmony's cool. But oh, if you sell out wise, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I could even I don't even know how to sell out or anything. I don't think I could even work out how to do that. Is, is that yeah. even
2: a thing anymore? Like I think if we're at that point where nobody gives a living shit what you do.
7: Well, I think I think the sellout call is just for people who have a favorite band, and then that band goes, you know what? Let's try a different direction because we want to, and then they go, oh, they've sold out. Really, they've just got they've just got a different creative direction, and, yeah. and they don't like it. That's that's where that comes from.
2: Might might also be to like you know, pipe up the controversy, you know, get that. these music journalists. They got to get they got to make their money somehow, you know.
7: Oh no, <laughs> some of the headlines I read, it's just like I can't believe this. But anyway,
2: that's all right. Um What's what's up? So, you've got the, the tours going all the way through, I see, till about the end of August. So, you're pretty yeah. much booked up. You're going to be a busy boy and for good reason. Like, have fun on that tour. Uh, but once oh, you sort of- definitely. Once you come back, once you finish up, like, what's your plans from there? What do you think you might do?
7: Um, I want to do a lot of fishing because I'm an avid trout fisherman. I love getting up in the mountains. I want to mm. do that. And that's, so that's my zen mental health sort of thing that I do um, to, to sort of get back to where I need to be, I've got. I've probably got five or six songs on the on the go that I'm writing at the moment. Okay. That I'm just chipping away at. So after this record, like I've I've got to work out what the next play is. Um, and that's you know it could be another album, that could be an EP, it could be mm. more singles. But I just want to keep creating in this mode that I'm in. I think because it's just yeah, it's, it's sort of a. I, I'm just really I, I think I've struck gold for myself where I feel so comfortable, and I just want to keep rolling on. Yeah. And after that, after that, sort of there should be big chance we'll get the rock band going again because toddy's had a baby his bubble be a bit older and Mm. things be a bit easier and yeah i'm sort of hoping we could fire that up again later on down the track but we'll see i just want to get through this and, and enjoy enjoy promoting the record and but even i've got 18 months to promote the record really that's i think that's a good amount of time for an album so yeah i can probably go back to the drawing board and go right where can i go do some shows next year and um and go do them
2: um you to use to use a a, a fish metaphor, you've got to fill it the fish, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Really really use up every part of it.
7: <laughs> yeah, that's it. You can use you use some for bait, whatever you want. Yeah, I okay, get what you're
2: saying. Speaking of fish, actually, that's that's a good question. Um favorite fish dish?
7: Fish dish? Mm-hmm. Um well, I like my smoked trout because I'm a trout, but to be honest with you, i probably put back 90% of the fish I catch. I just like doing it, but occasionally I'll keep one and smoked trout, smoked trout pass is pretty nice and pade and all that
2: sort of thing. Oh, yeah, delicious, delicious. So, uh, yeah, fresh fish home because you live up, because you've been in a beautiful area to go fishing where you are.
7: Yeah, oh, it's just a skip and a hop to the snowy mountains where I am, so mm. it's, oh, it's, it's smoking where
2: yeah. What's um favourite – actually, favourite season up where you are? What what would, what would part of the really brings out the best of the area, you reckon?
7: To be honest with you, I was walking with my dog yesterday. My um, boy, was blue here on Eric, and we were walking along, and I had one of those moments that, like, it was almost like I felt like I was 20 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. I went, oh, gee, it's beautiful. And I had a look, and all the autumn colours were just – it was like the trees were on fire. It was just amazing. So, I really like – I like that autumn because it's sort of – it's still warm enough to get out and do whatever you like and then, you know, it's sort of cool enough to sleep. I, li- I like autumn, probably the best time of year. and I, I think that's probably – I love my summer. I-, I-, I can find something about every season that I like, basically, but autumn's the one that's sort of got everything covered, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. If there was one uh, city or town or wherever in the world that you haven't played yet that you really want to, where would it be?
7: I'd love to go over – like in
2: the, over in, you know, in America
7: where the swampy blues is and mm-hmm. go there and, and basically just be a body and just walk around and learn stuff from the locals. You know, there'd be people over there that would be the best blues musicians in Australia that would probably never leave their town. Like, it's yeah. over there. It's just, it's just they live and breathe it. And i just love to do like a, just go there and learn from these people and, and just have some fun and, you know, drink some whiskey and do all that sort of stuff, you know, it'd be good.
2: Hopefully hopefully sooner rather than later we'll be able to do that. Yeah. Go go out. Well I've just got a um um, I've
7: just my manager's just organised a bit of a campaign overseas with the new album to sort of test the waters over there. So if it does, I'm definitely going to try and follow it up and get over there and play and probably bring home a few guitars and that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. yeah it's, but it's a worry. Like, I, I can't I, – I don't – I try not to think about it because it's just such a – it just puts such a dampener on you, mm. on your day, you know? It's it's just something that I never thought we'd have to deal with, but it, unfortunately it is.
2: Awesome. Well um- – we're going to play really soon. Uh, one of your personal favourites from the album Sunday Morning, which was also one of my my standout tracks from the record too. I found it a very earnest track, and it's it's very much a very much a love letter kind of song. So, I mean, what what stood out for it for you as one of your favourite picks?
7: Um, I wrote that song basically because I've got a really understanding partner who just mm. you know understands that I. Need to do what I do, and there's sort of a madness, a method to my madness, and just knows when to leave me alone, knows when to throw the arm around me, and and just basically everything I'd ever want in a partner. So that that sort of that song basically just gives that recognition to to my partner, and and in like, and she's got a very clear vision of what she likes in her music. So I sort of went, okay, let's try and capture that for this song, and we actually started out with a more of a full band sound in the, yeah. in the studio, which was, which was okay. But I just, like, the guitar has this certain sassiness and stop-startiness that sort of goes off and on tempo, which, you know, classically I don't really like. But, yeah, it's, it's just it's supposed to be like, you know, a song that's being played in the corner of a smoky bar and people are all sort of half-pissed going, oh, this is awesome. So that's, that's what the vibe I wanted to get for mm. it. And, and, and lyrically, it's very honest about the situation I'm writing about.
2: Yeah, nice. No, nice. it is such a great song and uh, honestly a great album too. Honestly, it's awesome to see you doing so well with it after all the all the great work you've put into it over the, over the last year and honestly I hope the tour has been going similarly and I hope the rest of the tour goes just as well. So um thank you very much. Yeah, it's really cool and uh, I can see that if you want to get any tickets for his upcoming show shows please go to jackbillman.com. That's B double N. That confused me the first time too. Oh,
7: don't worry, you and everyone else. It's it's a very weird one, but thanks for pointing out the spelling.
2: Yes, yeah, no, I was gonna say like it's something that people forget and they go, you know, they'll they'll type it in the way they think it is and they'll be like, where the fuck is he?
7: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it.
2: Um Jack, thanks for coming in. I've it's been a pleasure pleasure chatting to you today no worries at all thanks so much for having
7: me and, and all the very best
2: thank you let's um let's take us out in the song tell us what we're about to listen to and who you are
7: uh, my name's Jack Berwyn and this is a song called Sunday Morning
0: Sunday morning blows around she loves to dance around in the- in God. Time. She don't want me to, she's 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 me to change. Sitting up tall on my throne. She's my queen, my doctor, my rock, and I love how she rolls. Gareth McDowell here from AMR Content and you are listening to Bar Talk on the one and only AMR.
3: With uh talking to myself in the mirror and before that was uh Jack Bilman with Sunday morning.
2: Damn right, folks. Oh. Yeah, take a load of that. That was good. That was good.
3: That was fabulous.
2: Fabulous. How how good was the Jack Billman interview? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I heard it before. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> hey. Are are you excited um that he's playing in Melbourne soon?
3: Oh <gasps> yeah.
2: Yeah. Where? Um, when? He's playing, as we said in the interview, 22nd of May at, uh, yes. at some Velvet Morning, which is, oh. as we mentioned, an awesome venue. But make sure you go to his website, as we mentioned, to find a show in your area if you're up on the East Coast. And uh, buddy, go and see him. Go and fucking support the artist. Yes. That you like. That's, <laughs> is that, that right, that's, that's
3: what I do. I go and see my favourite artists. You are. All the time.
2: And, and she's not joking around here. She does actually go mm. to a lot of shows.
3: Yes, I'm going to see Mike Elrington at the end of the week.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Whereabouts? Oh, no. uh, uh,
3: <laughs> it's in Richmond. Is there a place called- Oh,
2: <laughs> You might want to me- make sure you get the venue right because otherwise you might rock up to some random place. go, Mike Elrington, where you, is he? And give me like, one what? second and I what, can what tell the you. What
3: fuck? What? Hold on. Hold on. Bear with me, folks.
2: <laughs> We'd oh. like to promote- Well, not promote. We'd like to you know, give a shout out to the good the good venues of Melbourne. Oh, no,
3: it's not- that- Wait a second. <laughs> he
2: rescheduled, didn't he?
3: No, no, no. It's not on Facebook because he, he messaged me. Oh, um, okay.
2: You got, the, you got the VIP tickets, did you?
3: Because uh, I don't think there were many available. Ooh. Oh, wait. Jimmy Hornet.
2: Oh, Jimmy Hornet. Jimmy Hornet. Great venue. I, I
3: missed out the last time he was playing there. So, he said, Suze, I'm playing there again. You're going to come. I bought a ticket straight away.
2: Good job. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> Jimmy Hornet's a great venue. I've been there a few times, actually. Nice. Good little place. Have you? No, no, no. I've not been there yet. You're going to pop that Hornet Cherry. Yes. It's yes. fun. It's a good. fun place. Good cocktails and they do great tapas food too.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll skip um, the the cocktails. I'll have okay. some food Oh, instead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm
2: sure they do a good mocktail.
3: Yes. Oh, yes, yes. I'll have to see if they've I've got, got
2: mocktails. I'm going to have to get a, a non-alcohol review up. We're going to have a non-alcohol review up soon because um, Susie's dry-
3: Joe, for now, and, yeah.
2: Uh, Teetotaling it at the moment, so uh, <laughs> I was going to do an alcohol review, but I thought, no, you got to taste something. So later on, we will have a. I've got a non-alcohol for us to try. Right, so, right. Very yeah. nice, very yeah. nice. Uh, whether it's any good or not, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> which is the standard for this show, as everyone knows. Yeah. But yes, uh, Hanny's song, uh, talking to- talking to myself in the mirror, which is more than a mouthful for me. Uh, oh, you you really like this one. This is one of your favourites. What yeah. What did you like about this one, Susan? Um-
3: I'm trying to think. I, I really love the sound of her voice for, for one yeah, thing. Um, she does have a I think it voice. was a very um, catchy sort of sound or it something. It was a
2: great hook, wasn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah. There was something. I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> forgive me. I'm not very good at describing <laughs> things. Hey, it's
2: your first time. It's all, but, good. Um, it's all good.
3: I loved it. It was just. It was um, catchy. Is probably the and and. and oh, oh.
2: It's a very overarching term, isn't it? Catchy. You can really oh. just get away with just saying, "Oh, the song's really catchy." As long as, is, as long as it isn't, like, a, a Kim Crimson-esque, like, mm. jazz anti-pop song. <laughs> you're fine with sort of passing off a song as catchy if you like it. And you go, yeah, it's catchy. It's good. And yeah. people go, oh, yeah, that's cool.
3: It <laughs> it And
2: that probably makes Hani sound bad but no no we mean, we genuinely mean it we wouldn't have picked this song because we had a lot of songs to cut this week not gonna lie Oh, yeah
3: this 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 is really dreamy and it, it, I'm, I'm hooked on it now so it's uh yeah that's what it was it was
2: actually dreamy is probably a good word because they mentioned that in the uh <coughs> in the press release you're on it you're on it so Woo. she's not lying she's not lying um I'm just trying to see if she's got some but stuff coming up Looks like she's got an EP coming out at some point. <laughs> she's in a transition phase. It says, going from her like, you know, her adolescence to a you know, adult sort of style, whatever that God. means. I don't know. We'll this is see. the first song from Honey we've heard, so you know. Oh, we're going
3: to get some great things. Hopefully, coming we'll up hear then. more. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm keen keen to see more. However, however, we should mention too, because um I believe did we play Harney on Mint Factory this week? I'm just having a look don't know. at the, what I No neither there. do I He did, yeah, and, and that's a good that's a really good um segue, because along with a couple of other songs you hear tonight and a couple of songs from last week as well, they've recently featured on the great and awesome Mint Factory, which, of course, Suze, as you mentioned, you are part of. Yes. Tell us a bit about what you've been doing lately on there too.
3: Oh, there's Um, – I've got my own little segment called Suze with the News. I've yes. just been reading off some different um, news things that have popped up during the week and um, that's kind of interesting and fun. What's yeah. been
2: your favourite news story from the last week, music or otherwise?
3: Um, oh, um,
2: <laughs> I caught you there. I'm, didn't I'm that.
3: given these these things for the show, so I don't know. I don't often read the news uh, or watch the news Whoa, so much. Hold up, newsreader Do
2: doesn't read the news. <laughs> no, Jeez, oh, you heard it here first, folks. Oh
3: wait, no, I'm trying to think. See, I'm, I'm usually watch better out, at planning can go planning and send your complaint things.
2: letters to Peter Mitchell, telling him he doesn't know Ugh. what he's talking about.
3: <laughs> I, I, up oh. your
2: Seven News. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh no, I I can't remember. I Can't um, remember. Yeah, sorry. Go you put to, me on the spot. That didn't work.
2: People should go and listen to the Mint Factory for News with Sue's.
3: Because I have no idea what I'm talking about.
2: Well, <laughs> as as of this Monday, this Monday just passed. We um we did put together a little uh re- little press release or no, a little premiere oh, release yes. for um Jessica Tory too, which is oh, a lot of fun. Oh, that was good. Oh. Go, go to our website, which is come on um, radio dot com.
3: Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Come on. com. Ah, oh, got
2: it in one. There we go. <laughs> com because uh, not only you will find all the shows, including Bar Talk and The Mint Factory, all the episodes, uh, but all the exciting stuff. And there will be, I promise, more premieres and exclusives and, and little articles and reviews coming out on there, possibly courtesy of yourself, Susan. Are you excited?
3: Yeah, yeah I'm... Um I, kn- I, kn- I think I need more practice. This is yeah. actually fun. Um, so, I think we can do some more, definitely.
2: Go and check out a little little write-up for Jessica Torrey, who's an awesome artist from Sydney, by the way. Um, and she did come out with her new single. So, we gave it a little, little little spin and a little, uh, well, not a spin, but we, we gave it a little, a little oh. like a little dissection, I guess. She's got such a beautiful voice.
3: I'd, I'd never heard any of her stuff before when I put the song on. It was just, yeah, it's just, oh. you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, Go and check it out. <laughs>
2: AustralianMusiciansRadio dot com. Um, we should talk about what we're about to play, actually, because this is segues into our other other show, the the Heavy Reborn, oh, yes, which is our other AMR mainstay. We've got a couple of awesome, awesome heavy tracks, some absolute stonkers up up now. Mm-hmm. Now, short stack is up next.
3: Oh, this is my
2: favorite song on the list. You reckon? Yeah? Yes. Okay. Definitely. All right. All right. Come on. Tell me what what it's what's what makes it your favorite.
3: Um, it, it, well,
2: it's a uh, bit of pop punk gold, isn't it?
3: Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> it, it, when it, oh, when I first put it on, it was just it was straight away. I think it's the the, the, the sound of the. Oh, See, i oh, terrible at describing things. Fuck. Um, it, <laughs> it,
2: it, Swears with Sue's.
3: Am I allowed to swear on this show? Fuck no. <laughs> Um I have no idea it was just a it, it was um it rocked it that's a there you go that's it it rocked it was great great uh uh sound great voices great um just everything it just was yeah you know
2: it was just had the vibe
3: <laughs> words where are my words? <laughs> you've got them all you stole my words
2: Did I stole your words sorry yes. <laughs> You stole some of our food tonight, so I guess it's payback. No,
3: I didn't steal it. You gave it to me.
2: Payback, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, I- served, we served her some, um, our housemate made. He tried the, uh, sl- uh, I was about to say slow cooker, S- but that's my job. Pressure no, cooker. Pressure cooker. Yes. Yeah, he was very lovingly gifted a pressure cooker by one of his friends for free, apparently.
3: Oh.
2: I know. What a steal. Right.
3: Nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he, he made pulled pork, which actually came out very nice. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? Yes. Yeah. I definitely agree. Um, oh. So Sue's is, is filled up on a bit of bit of the bit of the dippy yep. yummy bit yummy bit of the di- bit of the big D pork. <laughs> Sorry, that probably <laughs> sounded worse <laughs> than it was. Actually, it wasn't even mine. I had nothing to do with the making of it. It was my. It was our housemate.
3: <laughs> yeah, that made. Oh, it. Oh, he did an incredible job. Yeah, <laughs> I'm coming back here to eat again. By the way, just so you know.
2: Um, short stack. Short stack are yeah. They've these guys are have done so much stuff and have. Oh, accolades out out of their asses! I swear. Um, and they've just actually signed to Unified, which is an awesome, awesome local label. Um, putting out some great. Oh, so they're like oh, as I think I've described them to Gareth Off Air, the octopus of heavy local, like independent heavy labels, because they just yeah, they've got so much, so much width and breadth to them. But no, great, absolutely great label. And um, yeah, this is their new single, uh, Live Four. They've got a video out Live for it for. as well. Live, oh. live for. i spelled spelt the same way. Yeah, but you,
3: you weren't listening to the song. They say
2: live for. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. This, wasn't, <laughs> this was your favourite. This was your pick. Yeah. Don't expect me to know everything <laughs> about it. Come on.
3: <laughs> this is a fucking good song.
2: <sighs> it is. Yes. It is. I think that we can definitely agree on. Um. Yeah, no, just really good. Go and check it out. Go and check out their stuff if you haven't already. Um, and after that, speaking of Heavy Reborn, uh, we're going to feature the brand-new single from recent Heavy Reborn interviewees, oh. Shotgun Mistress. It's called Bleed Me Out. And it thumping. This one grew on you, didn't it? You were yeah. just saying it before. Yeah.
3: To begin with, I, I, it didn't didn't catch me, but the more I listened to it, it was like, oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Hello. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> it, it um it's it's a yeah, <laughs> I can't stop laughing now.
2: It's great. It's a stoinker.
3: It's yeah. There Riffs you go. for
2: days. And how good was that guitar solo? I oh,
3: know. I can't remember it, sorry.
2: <laughs> we'll play it again. You'll hear it again in a sec. It's all yeah, good. Play
3: it for me again. Yeah, that yeah, was it's
2: such a thumping thumpin' Oh track. that was awesome. And, and you'll notice too, there's a train on the cover art which I think sort of expresses the the uh the sound of the song really well with this just driving force behind it. Ah, yes.
6: Mm, uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: But no, uh, these guys were awesome. Please go and check out the um, latest Heavy Reborn episode. They not only interviewed um, the lead singer off off these guys, um, but they also had- um, Yes, they interviewed Glenn, who's the lead singer of Shotgun Mistress. But before that, they also um, interviewed- at Suki Lounge one of the live shows. Um, Thornhill. Oh wow. Yes, yeah, like your little uh, like like your David Singh interview, a bit of a mm. AMR Suki Live live podcast. And they've got that on the latest episode too, which was really cool. So a lot of a lot of stuff that went on in the last episode, which is out now via the website. Australianmusiciansradio.com. She's like a flawless machine, folks. <laughs> and the three goes in and she's she's got it on the top of her head. Brilliant. Brilliant. and plus just a slew of phenomenal phenomenal artists um, that are putting out great heavy music. Oh, yeah. Mm. You keen for these songs, Suze?
3: Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Good. Woo! So, Suze, what are we about to hear? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what we're about to listen to.
3: Live For by Shortstack. You're going to love
2: it. Not and- Live For.
3: No, not Live For. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, and Bleed Me Out
2: by Shotgun Mistress. Yeah, I'm, I'm living for these songs, folks. <laughs> <laughs> On what show?
3: Um, Bar Talk. <laughs>
2: You're going to remember
3: me
8: Standing with my fist held high Shooting down the stars above Thunder pumping through my veins Serotonin in my blood Fighting back the fear, I swear I ain't ever gonna give up Maybe this is who I am And now you got me screaming like God damn, throw me to the wolves Cause I can't be everything you want And more, maybe this ain't who I am Deep. But I guess I couldn't save myself Fighting back the fear traditionsradio.com Soul Train Oh your only chance is a long shot
2: You motherfuckers <laughs> I gotcha Shotgun Mistress that was with bleed me out and short stack with uh Live for Yeah, nearly yes. got your caught up. Oh, no, I didn't purposely not say it. I was like, Oh, should I should I say it properly or should I let you do it? Cause you know I'm not gonna do it. no, I'm not gonna take this seriously now. No. <laughs> you know it.
3: <laughs> no, we all do.
2: Ooh. Uh Sus, you know what I feel like?
3: Um, a drink.
2: I do, but non-alcoholic this time. Oh. He says as I uh, sip my shiraz again. <laughs> the shiraz is not part. Actually, before we get to the alcohol review properly, I am drinking a very nice tailored shiraz. It's quite nice. Um, but that's not the alcohol review. It's actually non-alcohol review this week. Are you? Are you excited? Are you? Are you a bit? A bit? A bit yeah. excited? And put on the headphones.
3: Yeah, excited.
2: Yeah. Now it's time for the alcohol review.
8: Taking the. Beer.
2: Of the piss. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, it's that classiest point of the episode. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly.
3: <laughs> oh gosh.
2: You can take the headphones off now. Can you I please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. She's not a fan of the headphones.
3: I I'll get used to it eventually.
2: Yeah, but Garth's, not now Garth's my little bitch. He loves he loves. <laughs> he, I tell him to wear the headphones. He wears the fucking headphones. <laughs> you you're untamed. I can't I can't I no, can't do it. No.
3: <laughs> not for me. Not no, for now. Can't handle
2: the three layers of echo you get. Yeah, that's just
3: riff. weird. I mean, it's hard enough listening to my own voice, but echoing it. no.
2: Get your ID and we'll like we'll warp it and that oh. and make it funny sounding.
3: <laughs> okay,
2: do it just for you, Suze, Just okay. for you. Okay. What's your thoughts on that?
3: Um, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Ask me later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, show me the completed. Show me the completed ID first, then I'll decide.
3: Yes, that, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're in for a treat because um, as, as you mentioned, uh, oh, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm not drinking tonight. It's like okay, cool. We'll do a non-alcohol review because I did have an alcohol review lined up. Oh. Well, I've been collecting like the, the the bargain bin shit to, you know, review. But today, this one was I've had it in the f- pantry for a while, but I thought I put it in the fridge the other week thinking, okay, we've got to get around to reviewing it before it actually goes off. Um, I don't know if you're a fan of Do- of this bad boy before. You can-, can you see that? Yeah, I can see that. It's a Dr. Pepper. I've never had Dr. Pepper. No, I had Dr. Pepper once. But it was the um, UK made one and it was the standard one, and I wasn't impressed. Hmm. Uh, um, and and oh, I thought, I don't know if you've had Chinotto before. No. Okay. No. I, I, I've described it before too. I'll say it again it tastes like a watered down Chinotto. Ah. Uh. To me, yeah. And it's just, oh, you, do, you said you haven't tried Chinotto. How do you know what it tastes like?
3: Well, no, I'm just saying the way you described it as being something that was watered down, uh, that, that okay. doesn't sound like it's going to be tasting,
2: you know, very good, so. Some people love it. Okay. Uh, then I'll, yeah, whatever. Props to them. But um, this is a bit different. It's is a dark berry-flavoured Dr Pepper. <gasps> oh, And it's uh, one of those ones that my girlfriend found at the market, and it's a, uh, a, pr- a promotional can, um with uh, a spider-man when when it was when spider-man far from home came out so it's like some I don't know it's it's um it's a promotional one for that like it hasn't got spider-man on it you see that that's not spider-man
6: no who I don't is know if he's the
2: villain or something like hmm. that I don't know he's like some ball globe head guy uh, and then big Bens in the background no <laughs> see that I don't know have you yeah. seen that movie yet uh, no okay no nah. okay. um, I know a couple of people that would that would I would co-host with that would be all over this shit, but- uh,
3: Yeah, sorry, uh, I can't Yeah, no, <laughs> we're
2: not MCU fans, so uh, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see if there's any- I call it beer wank, or in this case, soft drink wank, and I'm trying to see if there is, but it doesn't look like it. All it says, it's naturally and artificially flavoured, so straight to the point. Um, it is made in the USA, so it's the actual American Dr Pepper. And I could go through the ingredients list with you, but I can't be fucked. <laughs> uh, obviously, it is a 0.0% ABV, being non alcoholic. <laughs> and yes. it is, it's in, it comes in a can, and it is 335 uh, 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 mils. Or 335 mils? Or 12, or, you know, as far as like the freedom free, freedom units go, 12 FLOZ, whatever the fuck that means. The 160 answer? calories. Per can. Go. All right, Susie, you ready for the opener? Uh-huh. Uh, listening. Shh, don't don't you don't say anything. Yeah? Ready? Yeah. Oh, that came out really nicely on the track. That's gonna uh, no splatter on the microphone too. Tell the folks at home what you found on your microphone before.
3: There was a hair on my microphone. And, and who
2: do we suspect that hair was from?
3: Uh I think it might have been Gareth. Yeah, Gareth, yeah? you're listening. Yeah.
2: Fucking shave. <laughs> I've had a bit of fluff in my microphone grill before. Like, this is a grill. it gets Stuff gets stuck in there. Mm. It's terrible. Don't ever don't ever use a microphone if you have a big, bushy Ned Kelly beard. No. I refuse to interview anyone with a beard. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's stupid. Um, is it? I don't know. Do you want me to taste this?
3: Yeah, you're going to have to now.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Go for yeah, it. I should, if, if I'm saying too much fluff, just tell me to shut up. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Got to have a look can smell the artificial flavour, I think. <laughs> mm, mm, um, mm. It's, it's interesting. What, what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> can you have a taste and let me know?
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: So this is why I wanted to do an on Arc review so you could join in the fun, so to speak. Oh. Oh, I really like that. You really like it? I like it. I'm going to have another taste, and then I'm going to give you another taste. You're okay with me sipping out of the same that's can fine, as you? I haven't got fine. COVID, I promise. Awkward. Uh, those international listeners have been pretty much COVID-free in Victoria for <laughs> about two, three months. At Sydney, the fuckers, have got a couple of <laughs> no, cases, no. cases floating around. So you're on edge because I know you got a few shows coming up that you want to see. They <gasps> don't know whether they'll be cancelled. I saw oh. a couple of artists that were- Interviewed before have had to cancel their New South Wales shows because of this. Yeah, not fun. No, it smells like I'm getting very faint medicine smell from the can.
3: I love the berry flavour. No, that's probably what it is. Mm. Yeah, it's fake berry flavour. Mm.
2: You give me another sip and tell me what you what you like, what you what what you like so much about it because I, I can certainly oh. tell our dif- tastes do differ.
3: It's um. It was a very distinct berry flavour, I think, because, I mean, I'm a big fan of berries. Um,
2: yeah, kind of berries? There's a lot of berries in the world, Blackberries,
3: maybe? Um, <laughs>
2: maybe, I'll tell you what, it does say it's dark berries, so yeah, maybe it's I, trying I, to imitate a dark when, berry when,
3: Yeah, when you describe them, when I taste that that's one thing that was in my head, was blackberries. Perhaps, has it got... Maybe blueberries?
2: <laughs> Definitely made from real berries. Um <clears throat> Natural, just listed as natural and artificial flavours. <laughs> Labberry, by the way. <laughs> <of it. laughs> Labberry, Labberry I'd, yeah, whatever that means.
3: See, oh, I can't compare it to any other Dr. Peppers because I've never had them.
2: But it doesn't taste like Dr. Pepper.
3: That uh, yes, well, I wouldn't know because I've never had one. So,
2: but I've only had Dr. Pepper once, as I said before. So, take it that when to, um, you will.
3: That's the sort of thing I could easily drink again. Yeah. Easily.
2: Do you want Do you want the rest of it?
3: Right, no, there's calories in that.
2: <laughs> I forget you're on a diet. I should have got Diet Dr Pepper. Jeez. Actually, no, I shouldn't have got it anyway. My girlfriend got this, so she's the one to blame. Do you want to blame her? No.
3: Why? Well, she's a sweetie. I'm not going to blame her for anything.
2: <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I specifically blame her for this. This this this, this, this travesty. <laughs> it's, an utter disc- it's another terrible discretion, don't you reckon? No. No, no. i will got to give it a rating. I don't know. The can design's pretty decent. Um, you got to love the uh, stick-on, stick on import sticker. Wow. We got this at a market, so of course it's going to be uh, going to be something special. And I like uh, it's it's an improvement over the original dark berry, as opposed to normal Doctor Pepper. But has that, as I said, that medicine flavour that you can't get rid of. And Susan won't have much more of it. You can have a bit more of it. I'll have one more sip. One more sip. So, what do I give it? I don't know. I give it a. ah, Look, it's all right. I'll give it two and a half. um, I'll give it a a two and a half uh, berate my girlfriends out of five. (laughs) You want another sip before you rate it, Susan? No,
3: no. I would give it. we're well, out of five? Uh, yeah. I'd probably say four.
2: Four out of five, what uh, are we rating this? I, I don't know. Just Four out of five, I don't know. Yeah, right, something good. like that. Fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. Did you, did you want another sip?
3: No, One thank more, okay, you.
2: Okay. She's well, She's really watching watching the diet there. Very well, good.
3: I'm doing very well. Not what? that I need to lose much, but <laughs> I have lost. So, I'm feeling
2: good. What-, what um, so, what batshit crazy theory is this diet supposed to be?
3: It's not oh, – I'm just uh, g- basically counting calories, I suppose, to make sure I don't eat too much.
2: Okay. Well, are lucky um, the calories. Says the calories and, and on the can. cutting
3: out alcohol was the easiest thing to do to start this off because I drank a fair bit and cutting that out, um, weight was just coming off. Like, oh, oh, this feels good. I'm just going to watch, you know, my portion sizes and things like that um, and only eating when I'm really hungry, etc. cetera. Um, and um, making better decisions, more fruit and veggies, all those things. Yeah? Probably, yeah. I was going to say between stuff? the
2: no alcohol and veg, fruit and fruit <laughs> and veg, that pretty much, pretty much covers your bases and not having too many sips of the dark berry.
3: So, yeah, I mean, I have diet um, soft drinks instead of, you know- mm. um,
2: I did see that, yeah. I mean,
3: yeah, I, I'll have the non-alcohol um, beer and things like that, but they've still got the calories, so I don't have them very often. But, oh yeah! Um, oh,
2: I should have. We should have got a. We should have got an alcohol-free beer. To I've got review. some.
3: I've got some at home, Nick. If I'm here okay. again, I'll bring them with me. Uh, yeah, to yeah.
2: The, so I've, I've been meaning to do a couple of those for the review. Yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting to bring along. You know, a beer. Uh, uh, Carlton. Or oh, excuse me, I'm burping now. Um, <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> I, it was a little one. It was a little one. I was I was holding back the burp earlier while you were talking. <laughs> I was trying very hard to make sure I didn't ruin it. <laughs>
3: Oh, I would have been. It would have added to the show. Would have but to not it, into the mic. Would have added to the <laughs> added to the
2: the the environs. Let's yes. say. Ah, good stuff. Not okay. bad. Not bad. It's better than some some actual alcohols we've we've actually reviewed on this show. So eh, hmm.
6: eh. Yeah, it was I mean, good. you thought it was you thought it was I'll, good. I, I, I loved think
2: it, it. was. Eh. Yeah. I'll have the rest of it because yeah. you know why the why the hell <laughs> I not? I don't like, want to waste it's it. It's in front exactly. <laughs> it's in front of me. I don't want to waste it. Let's let's um let's talk about what we're about to play because our next one is a lovely track, lovely track. An Artist that we've played before, an artist I've interviewed, and an artist you've seen play I've, live. I, I
3: met him, I spoke you, to him. You've yeah. seen
2: him in the wild. I have. Yes,
3: I was very impressed. He's very good.
2: <laughs> Hang on. Tom. So, yes. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. no you go. Yep. Tell tell me the song.
3: Um, <laughs> give me what you got
2: by Tom West. Tom West. How good is Tom West? He is. Awesome. Now, when did we interview him? It was like, whoa, like ages ago, like episode fifteen or something like that. Let me actually, let me actually have a look because if, if I get that right, I'm going to be kicking, be loving it. Hang on. Don't it Tom up. West is the best. Ah, episode thirteen, way ah. back, way back in July last year. Really, wow. It's actually probably been a, almost a year since he came out with his last album, which was called Antarctica. <sighs> very, very folk. You know, very introspective record. Um, I love Tom West for his lyricisms. They're really good. Really good. Absolutely brilliant songwriter. We've had artists that I've- Other artists I've interviewed and they've mentioned that Tom West is just a phenomenal lyricist. And I absolutely agree. This song, though, however- You notice how there was quite a bit of electric guitar going on in it? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. it It was a bit heavier than his last record. And I think from memory- this is actually going to be off his next album, which is actually- oh, He hasn't announced the title. I'm living, um, and Yeah, maybe it, I'm keen to hear what the difference in this one will be compared to the last record, because uh, the last one was very much- And if you go back and listen to the interview, because it's a great interview, and he went into a lot of great detail, but it'll be interesting to see what the change is between that last record and this one. Yeah. It-
3: no, it's always good to see yeah, what they've- Changed with their sound or what they do from one record to another.
2: Do you appreciate it when artists evolve sounds?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, sometimes you, you might be more familiar and uh, you're used to a particular sound and you think, oh, oh they've changed it. But, you know, it, it's always, I think it's always a good thing. Yeah. Because they're, 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 well, like you said, they're evolving. Exactly. They, they often do that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Tom West, uh, yeah, the album's coming out soon, hopefully. Uh, and after that, what what did we have? Uh, what what have we got after that? <laughs> we
3: have a song called "Take This Rose" by Dan Baker.
2: Damn right, uh, Dan. Dan right, <laughs> uh, totally by accident, folks. I swear. Mm. Um, this one was a really beautiful track.
3: Mm. So, beautiful deep voice.
2: Yes, you mentioned yes, that. I, yeah, I, yeah, I love
3: a deep voice.
2: Yes, you do.
3: <gasps>
2: <laughs> She's already yeah. swooning over him. Um, yeah, these are both these are both brand new songs too. Just came out at the end of last week. Um, this guy's been doing a lot of stuff, actually. Tell me, Dan, Dan, I keep thinking his last name's Barker because we're featuring yes, a so few I've been artists. It's Barker, not Barker. You, you keep you keep correcting me for yep. good reason. No, take this. Roses is his new single. Um, he's supported quite a few few um, artists as well, uh, the likes of Tia Gostello, who we've interviewed, Greta Stanley, the Whitlams. Um, so got a great little uh, you know resume building up there. But it was just such a beautifully done track. I love it when there's just it's a sort of back to basics mm. sort of thing. Like, and I mean, some artists that's their bread and butter. But mm. when you do it right, like this song, it just works, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, totally. His yeah. voice, guitar. Oh, just and a bit of fiddle as well. Did you notice? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't listening. I was. I
3: was captivated you by don't that admit voice. That. <laughs> well, I did it now. The voice. We'll the teach her. We'll,
2: we'll get it. We'll whip her into shape, folks. Don't worry. Uh. Not just the diet won't just be the only thing whipping her into shape. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it was just a beautiful, beautiful bit of production. You're absolutely right, and yes, as you as you say, you're a lyric, you're a voice person, aren't I you? I love the voice. Yeah, great deep vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, man, yeah, make sure you go and check out all the artists too that we've played this week. Isn't that right, Suze? Support them. Yes. Oh gosh, yes. Give go the top three things to support local artists.
3: Um, go to live gigs. Yeah. Uh, buy CDs mm-hmm. uh, and merchandise. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, tell all your friends and, and bring more people to the to their shows and
2: things. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Fucking take it from the take it from the legend here. There <laughs> we go. Um, yeah. Make sure you go and check out to uh, ours ours and AMR's socials for AMR on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, and of course uh, Bar Talk on Facebook and YouTube. Of course, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts or if you don't know where to start, go to the website, australiamusiciansradio.com forward slash bar hyphen talk or shows.acast.com forward slash bar talk and uh, start from there. You'll find whatever podcast player you so already listen to podcasts on. Fucking subscribe to us. We need, more, we need more subscribers. Give us a review too, if you can. If your, if your pla- podcast platform of choice allows reviews, review us. We need we need more one star reviews. (laughs) Susan, can you give me a one star review later?
3: You don't want more stars?
2: I mean, if you're offering, sure.
3: (laughs) I can do a review. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank
2: you. (laughs) Love you. Um, No, Susan. Thank you for coming on too.
3: Oh, thank you for having me. This is a this. Bit, this, was, this was, I love this. This was good. It was different having um, doing the back and forth with somebody else. And, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You can go back and tell all your friends. Tell um, tell those bastards at Mint Factory that you know we're okay as well.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> say hi to say hi to Amy and Gareth for me next time. I will. On. I will. I should. I should um, see them on Wednesday. And and tell Gareth. Uh, um, uh, I don't know. I was going to say something stupid there, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> I'm you get, not
3: think of something stupid?
2: <laughs> yeah, no. That's usually I well, must be out of stupid things to say. I think <laughs> I've used up all my my stupid, you know, get get out of saying something stupid for free cards <laughs> for today. I think. Oh goodness me, Susan, um, uh-huh. you want to take us out on these two. Tell them what we're about to listen to. What podcast the good folks have been listening to as well?
3: Um, wait, what?
2: <laughs> the songs. The songs. What do they mean?
3: The, we, we, I told you what we were listening to, didn't I? The the the, the Dan Baker You're and the Tom tell West. you me again. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah. if, what songs are we about to play? Uh,
3: Give me what you got by Tom West and Take This Rose by Dan Baker.
2: We'll see you next week, folks, on a brand new episode of <gasps>
3: Bar Talk. Yes.
2: Yes.
9: in the know They're in, control. They're in control Give me what you got It's not a
10: Sing me something about the war Make me feel again I gotta work this train back home And darling, you know I'll be alone without you When I'm gonna make you love me I see you smiling when I see To listen to that old preaching man He knows no better than me Spending all his time loving something that he can't touch Because he feels it's right but I found out no the love can the dark Wanting to see how am you Ride the night bus to the shore where the ocean is wide I'll be standing on the other side Ride the night bus, steal the keys I just can't love you through a phone You made me swear that I won't come on Until I don't know where I am But I found a man that I would like to be Till I know how
5: to make love me
10: Till I've dealt with what I've done Till I've seen the moon in front of northern stars And put some fresh air into these loves Till I've spent all my time loving something that I can't touch Because something inside me calls I'll send this rose across the ocean blue and I'll return before the final petal falls I'll send this rose across the ocean blue and I'll return before the final petal falls
0: Australian Musicians radio dot com.